Hey everybody, I'm Amber. And I'm Maddie. And we're Witches, Witches Talking, Talking Tarot. Tarot. And today we are talking about the Slavic folklore witch who was originally an elemental goddess who had control over the thunder and dark woods, time itself. Yes, Baba Yaga, the witch of the wood in the Slavic territories. I'm super excited for this episode. Like, I'm so fucking excited for this episode. So is she Polish? I, uh, I, she's I had all read Slavic Pol areas. Polish was all one that the really Slavic areas. Oh, really? All Slavic areas have Baba Yaga lore. Mm -hmm. um, it's spelled differently from, from area areas. to area, but all of the Slavic lands have Baba Yaga lore. All of them. Really? That's awesome. Yep. Uh, the Poles, the Russians, the... Uh, the Belarusians, the Georgians, the Siberians, like, okay, so the chicken leg hunt. Baba Yaga lives in a hut on chicken legs out in a clearing in the middle of the woods with a fence made of human bones and lights on the fence made of human skulls. And the hut spins around and around and around. And Maddie says she doesn't believe that uh, the chicken leg hut is a thing, right? Right. And I, believe that. I bring it up because Siberia. It's because of the Siberian Baba Yaga belief that that the chicken hut legs, chicken leg hut, got adopted into the Baba Yaga lore because they would keep their food in huts on stilts to keep I was it, thinking uh, maybe it away was from bears stilts. and yeah. things like that. So that's where the chicken uh, chicken leg lore comes from. That and so Baba Yaga is associated with death. Hence the fence of human bones mm -hmm. and the skulls that light the way for her when she comes flying in and her mortar using her pestle to prod her. Yeah, on it's her so way. funny because like, like, I guess, realistically speaking, it would just be like barely moving like <laughs> a boat out of no, water well, at a time. But, but she's she like flying in the air and she uses a witch's broom. To clear her path behind her so nobody can follow where she's gone. Right, because it's so fucking cold out there, there's probably snow. Right, yeah, like, there's it, absolutely snow. I mean, but before that, global warming, it was probably <laughs> snow most of the time. Well, and before Christianity, she was a goddess. But after Christianity, she was an evil witch. So, of course, the villagers would be chasing her everywhere she went. So she needed the broom to keep her safe from all the villagers at that point. Because uh, she went from goddess to witch, as I'm sure we're so familiar with many other deities and uh, strong women uh, in folklore, as we've already talked, like the Banshee got demonized, oh, absolutely, and, absolutely. you know, Hecate uh, mm -hmm. viewed as this dark thing, and Baba Yaga, uh, she is viewed as this evil old witch in the woods, but uh, she is... The folklore stories we'll go through will show you that she's not anything but. However, I think she's anything but just an evil witch in the woods. They say that she's got, like, super skinny chicken legs, which could also be one... It could be super skinny chicken legs, but it also could be, like, bone legs. Like, skeleton legs. Right. Right. Which um, I did a live on my Facebook uh, last night that Maddie joined in, and one of our 
followers on our Facebook pages had mentioned that it might be associated with starvation. I could see that. Yeah, and it made sense because, like, if she's a lady who's accused of sorcery that's living out in the woods on the edge of civilization, Hedgewitch. Oh, my God! Okay. Sorry, but that's where Hedgewitch comes from. It's the women that live in the hedge right beyond the civilization. But, you know, I was... when, When she mentioned the whole... Uh, starvation piece, I thought, well, that makes sense because old women that were forced out of society because they were thought of as, you know, undesirable old mm-hmm. witches. Hags. Hags. They <laughs> oh were my God, so I'm so often kind you know, of the same. to their own devices and right. they had to fend for themselves. And many maybe probably did starve. Speaking of hags, kind of the same, t- not really, but my <laughs> nephew has started name-calling, but he got his names from Hocus Pocus. So, um, he got in trouble with my sister's boyfriend, and he was so mad. He was like, you, you, you hag! (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Oh my god, it was hilarious. Like, it was just the most hateful thing he could think of because I'm pretty yeah. sure in the beginning well the yeah they get, when they're called hag they're like <gasps> so he just assumed, the fuck out of me I guess he assumed everyone would be like <gasps> right instead did they giggle or uh, a little bit but Scarlett my sister was like we should probably not laugh at that because he's like kind of he also he's trying said, to be mean he also called him um, a moron, which he got from Danny. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it's it's really funny. That's adorable. I guess it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be, but I <laughs> would bad, die. Yeah, I would yeah. die if some kid was so mad at me, like, red in the face. I'm thinking he's going to say, like, the F word or the B word, but hag comes out. <laughs> Speaking of hag, hag... I don't know. What, what's the original definition of hack? But, like, it's been used to be shitty to older women. You know? Yeah. I mean? like, but, like, I don't know the original definition of hag. I do know that, you know, Baba Yaga, the name Baba Yaga, some people say it, like, it means old crone or old hag. Mm-hmm. It comes from the original, like, Baba is, like, grandmother mm-hmm. or old woman. Mm-hmm. And Yaga is a uh, sorcerer or midwife mm-hmm. or um, herbal woman. Which, you know, makes sense with the mortar and pestle. Whether it's witchcraft and sorcery or mixing up herbs for medicine, makes sense that Baba Yaga would always have her mortar and pestle handy. I did see a thing um, on Facebook back when people were talking about Baba Yaga a lot. And there was like, you know what I'm going to say? Oh, the one, the sunflowers thing. So this lady told this person to put sunflowers in his pockets because when he died the sunflowers would bloom and something beautiful would come from his death because he's such an ugly person oh and, damn and people were like bro i think that was Baba Yaga." <laughs> i think you just got cursed i think you got hexed i kind of like that that's hilarious i don't know of that like when you say sunflowers and online i immediately think of the meme where it's like the two sunflowers that are growing towards each other because sunflowers oh. will grow towards each other, and one of them's like sup bro, and the other one's like oh no. Or some I shit think like sunflowers that. are the national flower for Ukraine. 
Okay. Which is like, so like, is Baba Yaga in that area then? Ukraine, uh, Russia? She's, yeah, yeah I Ukraine, don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah, Ukraine, Siberia, Russia, Siberia, just Georgia. Yeah, yeah, cold. so is Russia. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, Siberia is definitely colder, uh, to my knowledge slash understanding of the, the areas. Because, like, the Russian steppes are freaking cold as shit, and then there's the tundra, and then there's Siberia, which I think is where the tundra is, but I sucked at geography, y'all, so I'm pretty sure we mentioned that a lot in season one about the geography. I'm sitting there like, you know. remember so, like, when I that... know what I know, but I don't know everything. Remember when that dumbass tried to invade Russia in the winter? Like, <laughs> I mean... Napoleon or... The or the other Hitler. one? I yeah. Oh, I was talking about Napoleon. It doesn't work out very well, does it? Because it's so it's fucking, fucking cold. cold. But they're used to the cold. Well, I bring it up because, like, when I think of Baba Yaga, I think of this old woman that's in the snow. But she's like... I don't... I don't know. Maybe I'm just stereotyping. Well, and <laughs> to a degree, yes, it is stereotyping her because she's not only associated with winter. Yes. Like, she is associated with, like, disease and death like mm -hmm. a very old old uh root for Baba Yaga could relate back to the Russian words for disease and something and rage mm -hmm. which I thought actually made a lot of sense however like we don't know what Baba Yaga's original moniker was mm -hmm. back before Christianity back when everything was just um, oral lore, mm -hmm. because... Right, I had read that yeah. as well during research for this episode. Yeah. Like, before the writing... Mm -hmm. um, see, Slavic people are one of three peoples that follow a belief of speaking things into existence. Mm -hmm. So, Russian people, or Slavic, Slavic people in general, uh, very much find other words for things. Like, there are... I don't know, you can Google it, but there's like a ton of different uh, phrases for bear in the Russian language, really? but like only one word for bear, and they almost never say it, because they believed if you said the word bear, it would bring a bear into your presence, and if you're in Russia, the bears are really fucking big, and they're probably going to eat you and half your village, oh you know? God, are so they, they don't bears. Huh? Are they grizzlies? Uh, I don't... I don't know that they have grizzlies. I know they have really large bears. I think polar bears exist in Siberia, but I am not. It would 100%. make sense that bears they would live there because bears. they're so. It's so well, cold. Not I mean, again. Be not stereotyping again. Not that I'm proud of this, but like the Slavs were the ones that did the dancing bear thing. Like they learned to control bears and make them dance in the circus and shit. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So totally. I mean, it's like, just like elephants and all that other stuff. Um, but like, so bears are big over there, but they don't talk about them. Like they call them honey eaters and they call them other things, other epithets for the word bear, because if they say bear, they might bring a bear into their presence and they don't want that. And so with somebody who was a feared deity who controlled the strong winds, who controlled the deep, dark forest, they had other things to call her instead of her actual name. So it has been lost to history, like what Baba Yaga was back when she was an elemental goddess. 
Like, we only have Baba Yaga, the name for the fairy tale witch. Oh, I'm so cute. Which, since she is a fairy tale witch, I put on my fairy tale so seraphim would for you, you YouTube. Would you put her in the realm of fae or in the realm of deities? Deity. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I wouldn't put her in fae at all. You, you She's don't. not a fairy. No, she. Her mortar and pestle is iron. Okay. The thing she flies around in is iron. So, I mean, if she was fae. I don't think she well, can exist. Well, Faye in... doesn't necessarily respond, like, mean fairies. It's just, to me, that realm. Uh, no, she's definitely, like, she was an elemental goddess that has been turned into a folklore uh, folk witch to help, just like all other folklore and mythology, you know, it helps give people rules to live by, mm -hmm, as we'll right. see when we go through the stories of Bobby. So is she a deity that you think that you or just people in general would feel comfortable working with or is she like a deity that nobody you couldn't see anybody really working with right now i could totally see people working with baba yaga mm -hmm. i could see me working with baba yaga from mm -hmm. the standpoint of her being an elemental goddess mm -hmm. from the standpoint of her being a liminal goddess mm -hmm. working with you know, mm -hmm. the heavens and the earth and the underworld. Mm -hmm. um, she has control over day and time. So would you I make mean, an altar for her? You probably have like a martyr and pestle in there. I you... have inadvertently mm -hmm. begun collecting mortar and pestles. This is like my fifth or sixth one. Mm -hmm. I have like a ton of mortar and pestles. Um, I, Baba Yaga as we'll see and when we get into the stories, she's a character that the more you look into her, the more multifaceted she becomes. Like, just like we found with Hecate, just mm -hmm. like we found with the Kaliak, which we'll be talking about in our next episode, or Kaiich, however you say that word. Um, Baba Yaga, she's like, she is an entity that holds many different energies. And if you are someone who is drawn to that energy, I would think that it's very appropriate to work with. But I would say Baba Yaga would not be for the lighthearted. Baba Yaga would not be for the faint of heart, as we'll see from the stories. Like, Baba Yaga is fair, but she's not your loving, kind, going to wipe away your tears and kiss your boo-boos. So would you compare her then... Uh, deity wise, I would compare her less with Hecate and more with the Morgan almost in the intensity of her. I don't know enough about the Morgan to answer that question. What I would say is I wouldn't compare her to any deity no. that I'm aware of at this point. She she kind of exists in a realm all her own. Uh, as you referred to her last night, the... Uh, Hard love, old crumb. Right, right. The tough love, tough old love, crumb old crumb. Um, but I've noticed so, a lot of crone goddesses have that kind of like tough love. You know what I mean? Like yeah. feel about them. I think hers is a little more intense. Probably, yeah. I would say because because she's gonna slavic. bring. No, I was she's gonna bring up the winter. But I feel like I keep <laughs> bringing up snow. That's Marsana. <laughs> I keep bringing up the one that is connected. With her, right, yeah, right, yeah. Um, but, but I was yeah. going to say, she's probably hardened because fucking cold over there. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, 
I mean, but it is. But seriously, you, know? you have to work your fucking ass off when it's not cold to get to food be to able be to alive survive when exactly. it is cold. Yeah. So I can see how that would harden right. someone because Russian and, and Slavic women have this stereotype of being like hardened and like yeah. That's yeah. why the clothes are so big and baggy. Yes, you can't move in this shit. <laughs> I saw a meme of this Russian woman and she's just carrying a lug on her shoulder by herself. Yep, you know what I, I can mean? see that. I've seen them like split wood. Have you ever split wood? That shit's hard. You need upper body strength to work an axe. Oh, oh yeah, I've I done that. Can, I it's I, I can't we had split wood heat big. for a very long time. I, I can't I, split a big log. I can do a little log, but a big log, little log. Yeah, we had wood wheat or we had wood heat for a very long time, and my fucking dad used to be like. I need your help cutting wood, and I'd be like, fuck you. And he'd be like, here, you want to try it? And I did. And I didn't split it. I just got it stuck in the wood. It's fucking hard. hard. It is very hard. It's fucking hard. I found, like, once I'd get it stuck in the wood, then I'd just whack the shit out of it until I basically broke it the rest of the way apart. Well, and... Which is what an ads is for, guys. A-D-Z. Stacking wood is very hard on your hands if you don't have gloves. If you don't use gloves, yeah. You know, which I, I keep old shitty winter gloves just for firewood. Purposes. Oh, absolutely, and like always have because my dad's big on fire. You're you're getting muscly. You know what I mean? It's it's definitely hardening. It is, it is hard. It's, yeah. It is very hard. And yeah. I imagine your skin gets weathered in the cold, right. cold winter, so that makes you look even more. So maybe hard and maybe she's not even pissed off, but everybody's just like, "Wow, she looks pissed." Resting right? bitch face, right? She's, she's like, it's cold and I'm tired. Right, right. I am your grandmother. Respect my ass. Right. Yeah. She's like, bitch, I just cut a fucking log in a dress. Okay. Right? You know what in I mean? In this dress. Uh, right, yeah, literally. Literally. Right. This is what Russian peasant women wear. It's called a seraphim. It is a jumper type dress over a tunic shirt. And that's what the women wear. I have leggings on under it because it's cold as fuck. It today. is super cold. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't so think it, they wear leggings under it. They is just it be warm cold. or is it cold? It'll get hot. It, it's okay. So the great thing about it is it keeps you insulated. So when I wear uh, when I wear my golden poppy seraphan at PPD, mm-hmm. which I've done before, like even when it got hot out and I was sweating, it wasn't. I wasn't hotter than anybody that was in a t-shirt and shorts mm-hmm. because. The air circulates just like how like you dual just purpose. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like because you know in the desert they have those certain uh, dress uh, garments that they wear, right. like the men wear, yeah, because it keeps them cool. Mm-hmm. Like seraphim, same thing. Like the seraphim will keep you cool as well as keep you warm because I think the insulation. Because like this is some thick fabric, y'all. Man, yeah, go for it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, is this it, is. Like, is it comfortable? It doesn't. Yeah, feel I don't. Super... I don't dislike it. I love it. Does um, it feel weird my, on your skin? Nope, nope, not at it's all. It's not cotton. Uh, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's like homespun. It's I know, like, like, it's... It's not, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's not as refined as necessarily the fabrics that we would wear here. This right. is straight from it's Russia. It's not this is hypo, made by a Russian woman. Hi, what is it? It's not hy, hypoallergenic cotton. This was purchased in 2020, I feel the need to say, just oh. under the circumstances. <laughs> Um, a while ago, y'all, when I bought my Seraphans. <laughs> <laughs> but they're cute as hell, too. You know what they remind me of? Midsummer. 
Fuck yeah, that's why I love my my golden poppy one. I wore it for oh our Dodge Boga episode, which we did at midsummer, and that's why I wore it. Yeah, but I uh, I like this one because Lolly says I look like a Russian Raggedy Ann doll. So I was like, I call it my fairy tale Sarah fan. So I thought it was a great one to wear while we tell some Slavic fairy tales and discuss Baba Yaga. And then, you know, uh, we're going to get you some casting in this one. But before we do the casting and the stories, I wanted to mention something that Maddie and I both just, you haven't heard yet. So if you know about Baba Yaga, maybe you're waiting to hear about the big long nose. We're not going to talk about it much because I personally do not picture her with a big long nose, let alone a metal, metal what big long nose. What if she was an Askenazi Jew or something like that? But I mean, she still wouldn't have a nose that hit the No, ceiling. oh no, I'm so <laughs> sorry. That is not what oh, I meant. Oh, okay. I, I was admit. like, damn, Maddie. What if she, what if she had... Oh, I am Ashkenazi No, I know. Well, and you're, that's Slavic, yeah. right? Uh, well, it, I mean... They, they moved... They're like... Ashkenazi is like the original line of Jewish whatever. And my mother's Slavic Jewish heritage mm-hmm. is Ashkenazi. Okay. My father's is not. So, like, my thought is, like, maybe she's, like, Russian or, or Slavic Jew, and people are really shitty. Yeah, because they you don't, know? yeah. Like, and they, well, not, not yeah. just people being shitty, but back then, people like to dramatize and, and make... Oh, yeah, no, I mean, that makes because sense, because, like, if you look at cartoons of Jewish people from back right. then... Right, well, right, so they I didn't see have that, and TV now you back into metal. Right, right, right. They didn't have TV back then, so right. they're like, and her nose was this fucking long. Right, it was ass- made out of metal. Right. Right, because, like, they say that she smells What if she had people? a nose ring? <laughs> and that's why they said that. Wise women do have... I mean, they do have, oh, no, yeah, because, right. like, they it helps have. magnify, like, messages exactly. coming into your no, face straight from up. the energies. Straight up. I can like, s- seriously. That really makes me wonder yeah. if she had, like, a a, a, a What if a she wore nose? a thing? Like, because, like, have you ever seen, like, other, like, um, like, there's a lot of different kinds of headdresses you could wear. Oh. What if she had a headdress that came down over her face? And it was like, just like in ancient aliens where they're mm-hmm. like, oh, they were aliens, but they were misinterpreted as gods. Like, right. what if they're looking at her and they, she has this thing that she's created and they're looking at it and they don't understand what it is. So, oh, her nose is made out of metal. Like, like the that. plague thing. Like, exactly. Right. Yes. Maybe it's exactly like the plague thing. She's got herbs in there because she is an herbalist, y'all. Baba Yaga was a sorceress. She was an herbalist. That makes she so was much amazing. Sense. That makes so much. But yes. my thought is just like everybody was bored. There was no television, so they had to like dramatize and get attention or get entertainment from some way. And if that's talking mad shit on the old lady in the woods, I think they'd be like, they'd be like, she was one hundred percent. I mean, they they deified her. I'm sorry, they demonized her. Right. She was a deity, and she was deified. And then they demonized her and sent her out into the woods because she was associated with death, and death scares people. What if it was just... I'm not saying I believe this because I don't, but what if Baba Yaga was just some random-ass old lady that lived in the woods and then everybody just kept telling stories about her and stories about her and then she eventually died and then people were just like, no, she was... She is the OG Hedgewitch, y'all. Definitely a Hedgewitch. I am, like, I feel, I, I don't know if I, I think I told you last year 
that like as I got more and more of my mortar and pestles, I was more and more interested in Baba Yaga. And I really do feel like the mortar and pestles thing came to me for a reason. And like, because I am a hedge witch, y'all. Like, Maddie's a kitchen witch. I'm a hedge witch. Baba Yaga's a fucking hedge witch, y'all. Oh, absolutely. And I wonder if that's why I don't feel as much of a connection with her as you do. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, like, and there's all well, sorts of... Well, and it also of, has to do with, like, you know... Yeah, like, like, everybody has different things they're called to. I think, for me, it has to do with the, um... A, she's a Slavic character that mm-hmm. I've known about my entire life. Right. So I've always, like, been intrigued mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. her and interested in her. But also, she is so... She's, like, really multifaceted. Like, any good hedge witch. Okay. Anyway. I, you know what? Damn, let's just get to the stories. She, I am so loving this lady. Um. <laughs> sorry, so, I'm like, no, I can go on. I know, I cool. love it when I our fucking, episodes get know, like this. I, I do. do. So, I have to say, before we get on to the stories, she's also represented in a zillion things of pop culture. Oh, yeah. Like, I believe all, she's, she's got several movies. Right. Yeah. She's in season two of The Witcher. I saw yep. a scary ass video. I'm going to have to show you. Okay. Like, I have to. It's Baba Yaga. I, I don't believe it's fake. But anyway, she. Uh, so, I was also going to mention the So-and-So's Moving Castle. Howl's Moving right, Castle. Right. So, that- it's an anime movie that, mm-hmm. like, if you're an anime person, you, you're like, why did you need to tell me that, Amber? Not everybody's an anime person. Like, I, I am not an anime person. But even I have seen Howl's Moving Castle. And apparently, My husband the house is, uh, yeah, and Maddie's seen it as well. And you're not an anime person either? I'm not a big fan of anime, yeah. no. Um, uh, but we've both seen the movie, and Howl's Moving Castle is based off of Bobby Yaga's Chicken Hut, which... You know, I told you it, it constantly is spinning, right, guys? The, there's magic words to make it stop so you can enter Bobby Yaga's house. And it's, little house, little house, turn your back to the forest and you put your face to me. And the house has to stop spinning and let you access Bobby Yaga. Which I think is really funny. That oh my god, Burning Man Festival 2018 had a house of Baba Yaga walked through. Oh my fucking god, that's so cool. That's but like, awesome. Baba Yaga, there is a 1970s movie about Baba Yaga. It's called Baba Yaga that I actually really want to watch. And there is a Russian movie from like last year, I think called uh, Baba Yaga Terror in the Night Ooh. that I wanted to watch, but it's about her eating babies. Oh, and I, I do not truck Sorry. with Baba Yaga ate babies. She didn't. She was demonized by the Christian church when they came over to the Slavic lands. Mm-hmm. And she was a great enemy for the Soviet Union much later after Christianity had taken over and then the Soviet Union came in behind. Um, So Baba Yaga just was a great enemy of the state for a really long time. But before that, she was a blessed, feared deity. And I say feared because all deities that are associated with death are are feared. All deities are feared uh, to one degree or another. But the more association with death there is, the more people are iffy about you. Okay, so do you think that this is Baba Yaga? I don't see how this is a prank. This is scary. Okay. Sorry, guys. I have to show Amber this shit. So they're, like, driving and, like, they see this thing right there. The light? 
That's that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I should have gotten a little. See how it's like walking? Okay, that's fucking weird. It's definitely an old lady. Like, I don't see that as a Baba Yaga, but it does make me think of Japanese horror movies that I won't watch. You think so? Yeah, like that. That looks like that. Uh, that looks like a Rusalka. That makes me think of like a Rusalka. See, it's like walking with a cane towards them, like. That's creepy. That makes me think of definitely some demons from Russian folklore. But, right, definitely like... Uh, but again, like, honestly, like, my first thought was, like, the Japanese horror movies that I don't watch. Because, like, I've seen The Ring. It was horrible. It looks like I've it. I've never seen The Grudge. Because yeah, I've no. seen The Ring. I can't. I haven't seen The Grudge. I think it looks stupid, if I'm being honest. Look, I just can't stand the way their bodies move, and that's how that thing's moving. Right? I don't it's like, like the unnatural movement where they're like, I Sorry, you two. It's like I shouldn't have done wiggling that. or whatever. Or it's like, Ugh. it's creepy, so you don't think that's Baba Yaga. I, that is not. Oh shit, that look, it's like. Sorry, it took <laughs> after I would probably scream too, though. Well, to me, yeah, I think like, oh chasing my fucking me? God. Oh, hell so, no. um, I feel like that's how a lot of people see Baba Yaga. Sorry, YouTube, you can't see it. Maybe I'll find the video and I'll, or the link to the video and I'll send it to Amber and maybe it'll be in the description. I don't know. But anyway, for me, like, like, that's how I see Baba. I don't mean like that in a shitty way. I don't see it with black hair. I see it with with white hair, and I think that's how a lot of people see her. But I she think that's because of the well. I think that's because of the stories that are told about her that are like really shitty, and that's why people see it like see her like that. Uh, I just mean like I don't know. Like again, just the unnatural movement. It doesn't look like anything that's even remotely like human alive. So mm -hmm. I don't see a connection. Again, I it, it makes me think of the demons out of Japanese movies that like they do all weird twitchy shit. shit. Yeah, oh my well, because the way it was moving, it was it was like, like waddling. It was more than just waddling, though. It was like moving in like these unnatural, it was almost inhuman like a ways. Skeksy from the Dark Crystal. Yeah, type I still thing. haven't seen that. Um, but anyway, yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people associate Baba Yaga with like an old woman who's like. Oh yeah, woman. well and. The, like, 90% of the stories, Baba Yaga is an old woman. There are some stories right, where, she's, where she's three sisters. Sometimes she's younger, but sometimes she's three sisters, and they're at each a different age. So would you call that a triple goddess? Or not? Yes-ish. Because it's like, I to a degree, I do think of it as a triple goddess. But there are many fewer stories of her in that aspect. But, um, I had kind of forgotten about that until we were talking about it. So, like, there is that triple goddess aspect to her, but, um, I don't think of her as a triple goddess. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um, but, it, like, it's been mentioned as, uh, like, very much in the same way that Brigid and the Morgan have that triple goddess aspect. Not the same way that Hecate has the triple goddess aspect. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Um, now, granted, because it's done in, like, this really old lady middle-aged lady and young lady, it does feel more in line with the way that Hecate is a triple goddess versus Brigid, who is a triple goddess from not an age standpoint, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like not the mother made in crone thing. Um, but, you know, 
so disclaimer none of the stories we're telling today include the triple form of the goddess uh, uh, Baba Yaga in, uh, I think we're all talking old lady Right, right. right. Yeah. Do you mind if She's I start? She's predominantly old lady. Um, well, I was thinking, like, because uh, I had two. Oh, we're going to, we're going to. So I was going to, like, do one and then one. Oh, if you want to start, feel free. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the first story. So, we, this is, like, this is, like, a blending of our myth episodes. Much like Hecate was, where we, we don't do a ton of casting. But there's still some casting going to happen. Um, so... In the first story about Baba Yaga that I wanted to tell, because I really, it's not the most famous one. And you guys will probably recognize the premise from uh, Norse or Germanic folklore. But I really like it because I think it very much demonstrates uh, Baba Yaga's duality. Um, So there are, there is a man who has a daughter who marries a woman who has a daughter. So when the man's daughter is about to be married, um, so I don't really feel like the man and his wife, well, his wife probably should be uh, cast. So there's the the two girls and the parents, and then there's the Baba Yaga of this. Um, and like the dad, he's like, he's a super cool guy. And the mom is the typical evil stepmother. Can you think of anybody who would be a good, typical, evil stepmother? That bitch from Ever After. She's also Morticia Adams. Oh, Angelica Houston? She's the evil stepmother from fucking Ever After. She's like, don't leave me. Man, she's a bitch in that movie. Okay, I like this. Morticia Adams. So her really nice guy counterpart is not Gomez Adams. Uh, cause that doesn't work for the dad cause Gomez is more So I'm going to be real. Morticia. I'm like thinking Sean Bean from Game Yes. I love that. Yes. Like Ned Stark. Hell yeah. I love well, cause that. Cause I'm imagining in my head that's kind of the era that we're in right now. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I'm wrong, but like ever after is also renaissance so. Oh, okay. 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 I was like, have you seen her in ever after? It's been a very long time since I've seen Ever After. I have seen that movie. It's a but Angelica movie. Houston is definite. Oh, Ever After with Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, the Cinderella story. Ever yes. After. Yes. I'm sorry. I was picturing uh, the Amy Adams movie where. Oh, she- Enchanted. Yes. I was like, I don't remember her in that, but okay. Angelica Houston is the mean mom. She's great at this. She is so great. She's such a bitch. I like this. Okay, so Sean Bean and Angelica Houston. Oh yeah, I I've seen that movie. So like, I literally you said ever after, but I just pictured it. It's okay. They're all so similar. They They really are. But she played a kick-ass evil stepmother. No lie, she was a fucking bitch. Yeah, she was. So we're going Renaissance movies. But we are good for Sean Bean. Yeah, okay. I love Sean Bean no matter what he's in. I love him too. Except, you know what? Don't say a word. No, I don't know. Whatever one where he's the bad guy against Brittany Murphy, I don't like him in that movie. Oh, he was a bad guy in Treasure Island, or I'm sorry, National Treasure too. Oh, I'm not a National Treasures person. 
I didn't even watch those movies. Corey loves them. I don't. I love them. I can't lie. Mm. I do. Show oh, yeah, because they're Nick Cage, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe that's why I love them. <laughs> I was like, damn, that face. I get another Nick Cage movies. I'm not a National Treasure fan. Okay, so who's so the, the other daughters. one? We've got the, the two daughters. We've got the, the daughter and the stepdaughter. So Angelica Houston's daughter and Sean Bean's daughter. So I guess Arya Stark is a good fill-in. I don't know that late the actress's Macy, name. Macy Williams. But I think she would be good as Sean Bean's daughter. And I'm going to have to go and say we're just going to pluck Christina Ricci out of the 90s to be Morticia's Oh, my God. Daughter. I love that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like, absolutely. Okay. So Sean Bean, he takes uh, Macy mm-hmm. and he drops her off with Bobby Yaga, who we haven't cast. So we have to cast a Bobby Yaga. She's like, time. I don't want to be a lady, Dad. That was so, a game <laughs> I know, but I'm like the the Baba Yaga for this one has to be like the perfect. Baba oh my Yaga. god, I have no I idea. Mean, if you guys understand. saw me staring off into space, I was literally thinking, who the fuck am I gonna even offer to cast for Baba Yaga? Because I have no idea, not a fucking clue. She's so may oh we could we could do funny with it and do Betty White no no B Arthur though is great so B Arthur is a perfect Bobby Who's Yaga B Arthur I, I she's don't know. Dorothy Dorothy Golden Girls oh the Betty White song yeah she's she is Dorothy from the Golden Girls so she and the nose and she's tall and skinny she's actually really perfect I like B Arthur for this for many fucking reasons. Because she, she's going to bring the personality that I want. And this is why I wanted to cast the Baba Yaga stories that we do. Because, like, Baba Yaga is so different story to story. So I thought it would be fun to cast each of the stories. So for the two sisters, um, Sean Bean, his daughter Macy, whether she wants to be a lady or not, she is a Slavic girl uh, in the cold, cold part of the world, and he wants to make sure that she's taken care of, you know. So he he's gonna he's gonna have her get married, whether she likes it or not. And first, he takes her to Baba Yaga, so our lovely B. Arthur, and um, she offers uh, he offers her as a servant to Baba Yaga, and um, Baba Yaga accepts her as the servant, and she's. Uh, she's a wonderful servant to Baba Yaga. So she does everything that Baba Yaga asks her to do as a servant. She does all of the chores and she does them impeccably. And she's such a lovely little soul that she gets the aid of the mice that live on Baba Yaga's property to help her with her chores, which is why she does such a wonderful job. And Sean Bean comes back and he's like, what's up, Baba Yaga? I was just checking in on my little Macy Gray here. Because um, I don't remember what Macy's last name is. But Macy Gray. That works for me. Um, so she takes uh, she takes him to see his daughter. Who she has rewarded for all of her fine work. By giving her riches upon riches. And she is, you know, she's going to be set for life. And Sean Bean's like. Fuck yeah. Thanks, Baba Yaga. Takes his rich little girl home to go get married to the man of whoever she chooses. 
because now she's got like a hell of a dowry, right? Because she worked her little ass off and did a great fucking job of being a perfect little Slavic girl. And so uh, the stepmother, Angelica Houston, she's all like, um, I'm sorry, your daughter's well off. My daughter needs to be well off. So she takes little Wednesday Adams and she marches her to Baba Yaga's hut. And B. Arthur's like, what's up? And Morticia's like, yeah, here, here's my daughter. She's your servant. Take care of her. And so Baba Yaga's like, okay. And gives uh, Wednesday Adams all of the same chores that she gave little Macy Gray. And um, Wednesday is a perfect Wednesday about it. She is impetulant and she is abusive to the mice. She hits them away with the broom and she won't do the chores. And she's just a rude Can little wench. Can we blame her on the mice thing, though? I think a normal person would be like, okay, get the fuck away from me. Well, if they weren't in a fairy tale, sure. But since they're in a fairy tale, everybody in, like, in 90% of the stories of the Baba Yaga tales that I read, um, you're good to the little creatures and they help you in the end so that you can escape with your life or so you can be successful in the outcome of this. So like the whole thing with the mice is more so that she's a nice kind individual whereas the other sister is not a nice kind individual. She's not nice to the animals that are around and Baba Yaga is in control of animals. So like mm. it's a really bad mm. idea to right, be mean sense, yeah. to the animals in Baba Yaga's place but mm -hmm. even so like in a lot of the other stories, the animals that had nothing to do with Baba Yaga would help, like, um, Ivan that's looking for his wife, Vasilisa the Wise, whose father has turned her into a frog. Every animal that he comes across that he doesn't eat later helps him when uh, he's trying to be Baba, Yer Baba Yaga's uh, horse herder so that he can earn a fast horse to catch the sorcerer that has his wife. It's a really long ass story. That's why I didn't want to do that one. But like, there's all these little animals that every step of the way he's cool to. So they help him in the end. And that's like a huge thing in all of the Russian fairy tales that I've read is like being nice to the animals. And then they fucking help you later, which I think is just a fairy tale trope everywhere. Right, right, but right. like in 90% of the stories with Baba Yaga, it happens. And I think that's a huge piece of this story is that, you know, the one girl got all her chores done because she was nice to the mice and the mice helped her. Mm -hmm. Baba Yaga gives them a lot of shit to get done because in any household, especially a Slavic household, you're going to have a lot of work. You're going to have like wood cutting to be done. You've got floors to wash. You've got food to make. You've got to make sure that this is done. You've got to have clean laundry because you don't want pestilence in the house. You've got to have clean wash water. You've got to have clean drinking water. You've got to have all this stuff and that takes a lot of work. And so by the one, uh, by Macy Gray being super sweet to the mice, like she gets like super cool, uh, outcome Wednesday though. Wednesday doesn't want to do the chores. She's not cool to the mice, so they don't help her, so they don't do the chores for her. And Baba Yaga breaks her into little pieces and sticks her in a box. And then Angelica Houston can be all like, oh, no. Or at the end of Witches, where she, like, turns into the rat thing. I love that movie. But B. Arthur is a great example of Baba Yaga for this first story because she was incredibly fair. She rewarded the good child. And she punished the bad child. 
You know, B. Arthur reminds me of uh, Ursula. I think it's the voice. I thought she voiced Ursula. For oh, the long. sea witch? Yes, from, oh. yes, yes, yes. I can see that. Yeah, uh, but I guess that's the other. Who the, the fuck other. does voice Ursula? Isn't it that other? No, it's not. She does Mrs. Potts. Because my second uh, choice. Angela Lansbury. Yeah, Angela Lansbury, honestly, was my second choice for Baba Yaga, if I'm being honest with you. Have you seen her old? It has nothing to do with looks, though. It has to do with countenance. Like, B. Arthur's a perfect Baba Yaga because of how she acts as Dorothy. Like, her as Dorothy's perfect because, like, she's a very hard creature. But Angela Lansbury's, like, she's a sweetie, which is why they, you know, like. I am so yeah. sorry. I do not mean to. <laughs> I just, like, wasn't thinking of, uh, you know, I, I don't see Angela Lansbury as Baba Yaga because she's so nice. Like, that's why when I was pitching her as, um. Uh, the chick for Hocus Pocus, like, I thought that was one of your problems, is she was, like, the sweet old lady versus being, like, somebody with I was, teeth. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking of characteristics, I was just thinking of looks. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't picture Angela Lansbury as Baba Yaga, but, yeah. I mean, I would, I would almost picture Carol Kane as uh, the grandmother from Adam's family for Baba Yaga. That would really? be a good one. Oh yeah, but that would be that would be more of her fun-loving side, where she's like more nice. What is the uh, the story of the two kids that you have? Okay, us? so this is a different type of story with Baba Yaga. Basically, there is a myth that Baba Yaga uses geese to fly overhead in the sky to find children to get and eat. Um, so basically, this mom was like, hey, don't go outside while I'm not here and there's geese flying overhead or Baba Yaga's going to get your ass. And these kids, Elga and Sergei, Olga and Sergei, so who do you think would be good for the mom of Olga and Sergey? I don't know. I don't think she needs cast. Okay. She's not really much into it, but Olga and Sergey, I'm over here like, who's two shitty kids? Like, I'm trying to think. So they're shitty kids? Oh, they're, yeah. They're they didn't listen to their kids. fucking parents. Yeah, they're shitty. <laughs> I wish I knew the little rascals better. I'm thinking like... I'm thinking like Hansel and Gretel type kids, if I'm being right. honest. Well, with and that's you. where I was like, the little rascals, I don't know them well enough. Well, and know. I think there's Olga and Sergey are supposed to be shitty kids that don't listen to their mom because that's the point of the story. Right. Listen to your parents. Right. So, um, I guess I would say. What about Michelle from Full House? She's always. Oh my God, shit. yeah. And then that little boy that's like always fighting with her. Yes. You know who I'm talking okay, about? I know exactly. I don't know his kid. name. He's, he's the, the same, same kid as Gage and Pet Cemetery. Oh, oh, I was gonna say he's the kid that says boys have penises. Yes, girls, girls have vaginas. vaginas. Yes, yes. kindergarten cop. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm down for yes. those two. Okay, definitely Michelle. She's a little bitch. She's probably. So, like... <laughs> what kind of Baba Yaga is in this story? Is she vengeful? Oh my she... god, she's just evil. She's I wouldn't even straight call evil. I wouldn't call her vengeful at all. There's no like. She's Vengeance straight evil. to be made. She just wants to eat children. She's just evil. Right. Like, I I mean, I, maybe she... I would just call her evil. I mean, what vengeance does she need to have? Like, you didn't listen to your parents, so I'm going to eat you? She's literally sending, like, 
geese to collect children specifically to eat because she just eats children because she's a monster. So, like, who on, like, Bridgerton is just awful and, like, an old lady that would do anything to punish everybody else around her. I feel like Bridgerton is a good show for that, but I don't watch that. I'm also like, I'm thinking all these British shows, like um, Downton Abbey probably has a character. Oh my God, it's gotta be the bitch from Harry Potter. Oh my God, the pink lady? No. Uh, well, yeah, but I was thinking of McGonagall, if I'm being honest with you. Professor McGonagall? She got that look. She looks like, like, you look at her, wrong and she's gonna be mean she looks like she i can see her eating children actually like she just looks like her. like the old grandma that would just be yeah. so mean like hey grandma i love you what yes like my grandma she, guys that was my grandma. she looks like she'd be mean i don't know her name it's very very like well known you guys know who professor mcgonagall is we right right we so that's who about. i see in my head yeah, when we get to the Harry Potter episode, I'm sure we'll have written down the actress's name. It's fine. So anyway, the mom is like, hey, there's geese flying out outside. I got to run to the store. You can't go outside because if you do, Baba Yaga will want to try and eat you. And then this bitch, Sergey, fucking Sergey, he's like, <laughs> I'm just picturing the store as a hut like five miles away. Right. And she has to get eggs. <laughs> well, Sergey's like, I'm going to go outside. And Olga's like, course. you better not. Mom said not to. You could get eaten. Oh my god, that's so Michelle. I'm I know. Sergey's like, I'm gonna do it. And he, she's so like, that kid. no, really, like, seriously, don't do it. Don't, like, do it. And he's like, fuck it. And then he does. <laughs> and, like, guess what? The geese scoop his ass up, and Olga's still inside, and she's watching her brother get scooped up and taken away, and she's like, oh my god, Sergey! Oh my god! Posthumously, we are casting the geese as the birds from Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. They're actually the random the seagulls, and they're like, mine. <laughs> mine. 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 And like, Sergei's just losing chunks of hair. <laughs> so they take him off, and. Looks like Josh Hartnett from that Halloween H2O movie. I made you look that hair. Ah, <laughs> oh, that shit's so bad. <laughs> so basically, Olga ends up leaving the house, and somehow she tricks. I don't remember exactly. <clears throat> from what I read, it didn't go into detail as to how Olga got Sergei back, but she was able to do so, I'm pretty sure, with like. A fake child, maybe? I don't... Like, no. honestly, I read three different articles that just said, like, Olga got Sergei back. You know what? tricking Baba Yaga, but there based, was no specific details. Based on all the Russian tales that I read for this, we're just going to fill in the blank of Olga came across a butterfly that gave her a ribbon to tie around Baba Yaga's birch tree so that they could escape. Is that That's what happened? really happened in a different story. Oh, okay, okay. Really I was like, wait, is that what story. happened? Did no, I just I'm just, we're it? filling it in because okay. that really happens and it's so unbelievable, And then guys. they get home and they tell their mom <clears throat> and this bitch don't even care. She's like, you shouldn't have gone outside when I told you not to. That's what I said would happen. By the way, <laughs> we're having eggs for dinner. <laughs> like, this bitch don't even give a shit. Well, and uh, are you guys starting to figure out the role of Baba Yaga yet. We're going to fill you in after the last story, but she's a very powerful, pivotal role in fairy tales for the standpoint of if you're a bad little kid, your mom doesn't care if Baba Yaga eats you. 
Yeah. It's just like that one meme. Remember a couple years ago, I'm going to have to find this meme and start sharing it on Amber's color again. But remember that one meme where it's like, it's a picture out of like a Finnish or Swedish like scary Christmas thing. And it's like a, a, a demon lady eating a baby and the mom's <gasps> in the background yeah. like, oh shit. Yeah. And it's like, you should have fucking eaten your whatever. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's how I picture parents in these Baba Yaga stories like right. man she is just eating the fuck out of you you should have listened you should have fucking listened exactly disclaimer Baba Yaga never eats anybody in any of the actual old folk tales no I there read that they were ones. newer ones like yeah. I read that it was like 1770s and up yeah that so, they yeah. were kind of like came around yeah so she was they made her a cannibal she was not a cannibal just the fear of death you know what I mean so, <clears throat> the last story that we're going to cast for Baba Yaga is Vasilisa the Beautiful. I love that name. I know. I do, too. It's so pretty. I love it almost as much as I love the name Nadezhda. Um, But I like saying Nadezhda, and it has a Z in it. I love all names that have Zs in them. Can't explain why. It's just not common to have a Z in your name, you know? And I like it. I like the Z. But, uh, so, Vasilisa the Beautiful is one of the most common uh, folk tales with Baba Yaga in it. And from the standpoint of uh, timing, I think it's the first one that was written down. Really? Um, yes. Really? Uh, See, Baba Yaga, the na- it just sounds so impersonal. I want to know her name. It, I feel like it's do- it's like Doctor Who. You don't know. She's just Baba Yaga. She's just the doctor. You yeah. know what I mean? What's her name? I feel that. I wish I knew who she used to be before right. she was changed into what she right. became. Right. Um, still never going to believe the uh, children eating stories. Although, in a lot of the stories, she does threaten to eat people. So, in Vasilisa the Beautiful... Uh, I'm just gonna have to, well, nope, we don't recycle people. Uh, damn. So, Vasilisa the Beautiful, I am gonna go Mila Jovovich. She's beautiful. She is, but I was gonna do her for Marsana. Well, the Slavic area is so fucking small, we may have to recycle people. Uh, You know what? I'm like totally okay with uh, trying Miris or Vino uh, once uh, we get to Marsana. But Mila Jovovich. I don't want to waste Mila Jovovich on Vasilisa. So, uh, Mira Sorvino, Paul Sorvino's daughter, Romy and Michelle, we go with Mira Sorvino for Vasilisa the Beautiful. Oh, oh, okay. Which one's that one? She's, uh... She's the one that wasn't in Friends. She's... Uh, I, I don't love know her which fucking one's Romy. Voice. I don't know which one's She's Michelle. Romy, and I love okay. her fucking voice. She talks like this. Like, she's got, like, this... Fucking love She's her. got, like, this sexy, deep she voice. Does. You know she what I mean? Ex- yes. I love her. <laughs> which is why I'm like, I could dig her for Vasilisa the Beautiful. Right. Because she's so beautiful, and she she's does have that. Hold voice. on, Michelle. Like, yeah. yeah, like she does have god, this. Like, I have to watch that. Oh my gosh! Oh, I love that movie. So, Vasilisa the Beautiful. She has a father who's pretty much absent. We're not going to bother casting him. She has an evil stepmother, uh, very much like um, Angelica Houston, but 
not Angelica Houston because we just used Angelica Houston. Evil stepmother. Now all I can picture is fucking McGonagall. Get out of my head, McGonagall. I'm trying to think who would be in like a serious... Oh, you know that bitch from fucking Grey's Anatomy? She's blonde. Holy... The main character? I don't watch... I'll I never watched She's Anatomy. also in Knocked Up. She just looks like a bitch. Okay. I think I'm gonna like her for one of the stepsisters, perhaps. Probably. Because she... Maybe. She's a little younger. Catherine Heigl... Oh, fuck yeah! Stepsister. Hate she her, looks like such a bitch. She looked like if I met her, she'd be like, why are you looking at me? Like, she yeah. just looks like one of those that would just, like, fucking be so Yeah, awful. you know what? I'm down. Even with her being pretty, we'll pretend she's ugly from the this. I think place. her insides are ugly. Yeah, I, I, mean, I would agree with that. I hate I to say that, that, but she literally won an Emmy, and then she goes up and goes, I don't I don't okay. deserve this Emmy. You know what? Uh, since she came from Grey's Anatomy, it plugged in my head. We're, what about, look up uh, Dr. Susan Ross from ER's sister. I don't remember the sister's name. The baby's name was Chloe. What the fuck was this? No, the clip was the sister's name Chloe. But her, I want her as Catherine Heigl's awful other sister. That's ER. Yeah, ER. Doctor Susan. She was Doctor Susan on ER, and then her sister is. I don't. I think maybe Chloe. I think her sister. Yeah, because. Chloe names the baby after Dr. Susan, so Chloe is her sister's name, and uh, she is always such a piece of shit in everything she's in. Like, she's just typecast as a piece of shit, so I'm typecasting her for this as a piece of shit. What the fuck? Yes, that's her. Which that's one? Her. Which one? This well, one? I mean, for one, at least the, the two were the same person, but yes, her. Those are both the same What person. else is she in? I don't fucking know. She's in a lot of things where she's a piece of shit. Um, but I mostly remember her as Chloe from ER, who was going to sell her baby, but instead let Dr. Susan raise her. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. dude, there was the yeah. one episode, I don't think this is the same episode, where, like, a junkie got pregnant. She's like, I got clean, I got clean, I want my baby, I want my baby. And then the doctor offered her $500, and she's like, okay, here. Yeah, that was a different one. That's, that's, yeah, that was Dr., uh... That was Dr. I don't remember what George Clooney's name was, but that was him that offered her the money for the baby because he knew that she... She would probably sell it yeah. anyway. Damn. Mm-hmm. ER. But, okay, so e I like Catherine Heigl and Chloe's shitty, uh, Chloe, the shitty sister of Dr. Ross. <clears throat> Those are great stepsisters. So we need a much older... Oh! Oh, my God. So we're on ER. We need an evil stepmother, and she's fucking... Oh, no, she's hateful. Maybe she should be Baba Yaga. ER. Do you watch ER? No. Not much? Okay. I used to. I she, used remember to. the short red-headed lady that walked with the braces and everybody hated her? Karen somebody or something. Everybody fucking hated her. She was such a bitch. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's been so long. I used to watch it at the same time I watched Days of Our Lives. Will you see what her name is? Because, like, I think she would be great for Baba Yaga in this story. What? Who is it? Um, E.R. Karen something. Karen Hines? 
that's probably an actress's name in the movie. Karen was definitely in the movie. Karen Petersky. I wonder if she's in that picture. I think she is in that picture. Is she? Yeah, she's that lady. Right. In yeah. the back? Yeah. She, yeah, I could. She's so hateful. Yeah. She's is Bobby Yaga younger in this one? It doesn't matter because we can throw some age on her just like we aged down Mira Sorvino, you know what I mean? Plus, that lady would be much older right now because that was like 30 years ago. But I'm just going with, again, the characteristic of Baba Yaga in this one. Um, she's very hateful from the standpoint of that lady who always wants everybody else to fail. Um, the stepmother. Who would be a good wicked stepmother for Catherine Heigl and... Chloe, because I don't know that actress's name at all, and I don't know if you paid attention when you looked it up, but, um, what about, what about, uh, oh, I love her, not many people love her, I do, 60s, she did something with the Vietnam vets, I love her, she was so, Grace and Frankie, oh, well, we, well, she is a goddess in the, uh, Tuatha Dei Danai. Is she? Oh, I can't remember. What's her name? Uh, God, I love her so much. How do I not remember this? Oh, I was like literally I remember looking now at her face casted, earlier the today. Of nine to five as the goddesses. I think so. Two out of three of them. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but uh, her um, as an evil stepmother, I could see her as an evil stepmother, one hundred percent. Why can't I remember her name? Stan Smith hates her in that one episode. I know, but I, I do like I her. I was literally looking I, I'm at her face. I'm trying not to Google it, if I'm being honest with you, because I'm like, don't upset. Like, uh, am I going to have to Google it? Jane Fonda. Yes, thank you. Jesus Christ. I was like, it's in my notebook from when we cast her before. She played in Monster-in-Law, so I've seen her, like, got you. Uh, I mean, she, she took a trip to the Slavic lands just for the sake of time, guys. So, right. uh, so Jane Fonda and Chloe and Catherine Heigl are super bitches to Vasilisa, our Mira Sorvino, um, because Mira Sorvino's mother, uh, so Vasilisa's mother is dying when Vasilisa is a little girl. And when she's dying, she says, I want to see my daughter. And she says to Vasilisa, I'm dying, but here is this little wooden doll that will take care of you for the rest of your life. You just need to keep it with you and keep it hidden. And anytime you need the doll's aid, you just need to feed her and give her something to drink and tell her what your problems are, and she'll take care of you. So when uh, after she gives her the doll, Vasilisa's mother passes away. So Vasilisa, she's very sad the first night that her mommy dies. And she feeds the little doll, and she gives it some kvass. And Does she really give it kvass, or is that just what, like, a uh, She gives thing? it, like, that's a, what? I mean, does she really give it that specific thing, or did I she mean, just in the that story, out, like, borscht? Like, just oh. a, a random... Oh, no, in the story it mentions kvass oh, uh, being offered multiple times. Yes, yes. Uh, but I assume because it's a Russian thing. Right. So I was like, I'm not... No, I didn't just throw in kvass. It was in the story. I know. I was That's like, where I came with it Because uh, sometimes she gives it honey. Cave. But, <laughs> but so, like, the little doll's eyes light up. 
and it comes to life and it says, you know, tell me what your problems are. And so Vasilisa says, you know, I'm very sad. My mother's just died. And the doll tells her, you know, it, it's, it's okay to be sad. Your mom's died. Everything is harder at night. The morning light will bring new eyes to the situation. Just go to sleep. So she does. And, you know, every time she's sad about her mom, she pulls the doll back out um, and feeds her and, you know, goes through that. And after a short while, she, the ache starts to go away. Well, in that same time that the ache is going away from her losing her mother, the ache is going uh, somewhere else for her father as he looks for Jane Fonda. And he thinks that Jane Fonda will be a good bride for him because she has two daughters, roughly the same age as his daughter. And she thinks he thinks that she'll be a good you know, stepmother to his daughter. So he marries Jane Fonda and they all become one happy family, except they're not because Vasilisa is beautiful and Jane's daughters are not. And Jane is not either because she's so ugly on the inside from being so envious of her stepdaughter. And because she is so envious of her, steps, of her stepdaughter, she and her daughters they do nothing, and they make Vasilisa do all of the work. They make Vasilisa take care of the entire household all by herself. Like, with Cinderella. no help from so anyone else. Yes. And the idea is to make her less beautiful, to weather hard her skin her. down, yeah. harden her. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But instead, Vasilisa grows more healthy every day. She's beautiful. She's radiant. She's well-rested. And all of the chores are done. So stepmommy has nothing to be upset about. So this goes on for quite some time. Uh, and little do stepmommy and stepsisters know, but the little doll is what is helping Vasilisa all along. The little doll does Vasilisa's chores for her while she's asleep. The little doll tells Vasilisa where she can hang out and be cool in the breeze and protected from the sun. And she teaches her how to make a special ointment, i.e. suntan lotion, which I find crazy that this was in a, a fucking folktale from the 1700s that the doll told her how to make an ointment and what herbs to put on it to protect her skin from the sun so she wouldn't become weathered and old looking huh. outside. Yeah, like fucking cool story. It is right. a cool story. I mean, story. I'm sure they have like, some things like that. That's crazy. I get, I just never thought of them having figured that out at that point in history. Um, but the little doll tells her how to do it. And the whole time she's making Vasilisa's life better because every night Vasilisa's going to the doll and saying, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's too much. It's too much. And so the doll says, you know, don't worry, go to sleep. Everything looks better in the morning. And while Vasilisa's asleep, the doll does all her choice. So there comes a time where the father has to go away for a long period of time. And so the stepmother's like, fucking good, good, good. You go, you go. And she up and moves the entire family over to the edge of the deep woods. Have you guys figured out maybe why? Because stepmommy knows what lives in the deep woods. So every day, Vasilisa's chores take her deeper and deeper into those deep woods. Because stepmommy is hoping that Vasilisa will stumble across Baba Yaga in the woods and, and become her supper and then stepmommy doesn't have to deal with Vasilisa the Beautiful anymore. Except Vasilisa's doll keeps her safe. Vasilisa's doll tells her where she can go in the woods that avoids Baba Yaga's hut but finds the mushrooms or herbs or whatever else that her stepmother wants from her. So now her stepmother is like 
fucking pissed off because she's like, this kid won't fucking die. So she's like, okay, I'm going to set up a plan, right? It can't be on me, right? I can't kill the kid. So she sets up this thing where Vasilisa and her two sisters, or her two stepsisters, uh, Catherine Heigl and Chloe, they are given chores to do at one night. And um, stepmom's like, I'm putting out all the lights in the house except this one candle. You guys need to get your chores done by this one candle. I'm going upstairs for the night. Bye. And so in the midst of while they're doing their chores, one of the stepsisters accidentally extinguishes the candle. So now they have no light. And the one stepsister's like, ah, oh, well, I can still do my chore with no light because I'm, I'm using these knitting needles and the silver, I can see it in this little light. And another sister's like, yeah, I'm using needles, like sewing needles. I can see them in this low light. You're spinning flax, Vasilisa. You can't see shit. You're going to have to be the one that goes to get light because you're the one that can't do your chore. And obviously this was all a plan from the stepmother. She instructed the daughters to put the light out because the only hut anywhere nearby that had a flame, Baba Yaga's. So Vasilisa's terrified. She, uh, she goes out, she feeds her doll, she talks to her doll, she tells her doll her troubles, and her doll's like, bitch, I got you. I've gotten you this far, I got you some more. So the doll's eyes light up so that Vasilisa can see her way through the dark wood, and she walks for what seems like forever. And uh, soon she comes upon, oh, I meant to, yeah, it was fine, we don't have to, anyway. I meant to cast these guys, and I forgot about them until it came time for them to show up in the story. But whatever. So she comes upon a white rider on a white horse. And as she comes upon the white rider with the white horse, daybreak hits, you know, and now the sky is not completely dark. Um, she's going, and now up behind her comes galloping a red-clad rider on a red horse. And he is bringing the sun with him. And so now the day is in full blast. And Vasilisa keeps walking and keeps walking and keeps walking. And she finally gets to a black rider on a black horse. And as he rides away from her, she is at the hut on chicken legs in the clearing behind the bone fence with the a gate that's made from a human jaw and she's terrified because now that night has run away uh, or run off or become the thing whatever now that nightfalls happened uh, all of the skulls that are on this fence they they light up with flames coming out of their eyes and behind her she hears quite a ruckus and there's a flying mortar with Baba Yaga steering herself with the pestle. And Vasilisa is standing there and Baba Yaga is basically like, what, what do you want? Because she's got her... Anyway, if you've seen ER, you know what the lady's like. You know how awful she is. So she's like, what do you want, little girl? And Vasilisa's like, I need some flame for my house. We don't have any fire. And she's like, okay, I'll give you some flame, but you're going to have to work for it. And she gives Vasilisa a crap ton of tasks to take care of the next day while she's gone. And she gets back and like Vasilisa's gotten it all done. 
because of her little doll, right? The little doll did all of her chores and all Vasilisa had to do was prepare an entire meal for Baba Yaga. Um, so Baba Yaga's like, mm, can't find anything wrong with this work, kind of irritated about it. Now, tomorrow, you're going to have to do like all this shit and more. So like one of the, the chore on day one is picking all of the wild peas and something else out of her wheat so that she can use her mortar and pestle to grind up the wheat. Women's work. Um, the second night, she's got all these chores. And on top of it, she's got to pick out all the other seeds that aren't poppy seeds from uh, Baba Yaga's poppy seeds. And she does all that work. And, you know, the second night, Baba Yaga's like, can't complain. Can't complain. So the third night, she does all the work. She has even more chores. She has even more shit to do. And Baba Yaga comes back and she's like, what the actual fuck? How'd you get it all done? And Vasilisa's like, I guess with the blessing of my dead mother. At which point Baba Yaga flips her actual shit because somebody who has been blessed has been in her home for three days. And she's like, take your fire and get the fuck out of here. And Vasilisa's like, okay. And so she goes back with her fire where her stepmother and stepsisters are actually happy to see her for once because no flame has been willing to take in that house since Vasilisa left. No flame would light the candles. No flame would light the fires. No flame whatsoever would take in that house while Vasilisa was gone. And so she gets back and her stepmother is all like Jane and Fonda about it. And she's like, oh, I missed you. I was so worried. Oh, let me see. Like, let's see if we can light the fires. But Baba Yaga is still punitive as fuck. And because the stepmother and stepsisters were evil little bitches, um, the fire from the skull, it just intensifies until it burns them to ash. But Vasilisa's cool, and she actually becomes like a master uh, fabric maker because of all that flax her evil stepmother used to make her spin. And uh, she marries the Tsar. So happy ending. But the bottom line is, Baba Yaga made her do a fuck ton of chores. Just like Baba Yaga made the other two sisters do a fuck ton of chores. And just like Baba Yaga was going to punish the little boy that didn't listen to his mom, Baba Yaga was a huge tool in living your life right. So all of the tasks that Baba Yaga gives the young protagonists that come to her in all the stories, they're very important tasks for Slavic life. And that is why Baba Yaga, even as um, the Wicked Witch, is that's why she's still so important in Slavic culture because the Soviet Union was like, great, we'll use her to make sure we make little, great, great little happy Soviets, you know? They'll know how to cook, they'll know how to clean, they'll know how to listen to their parents, they'll know how to listen to their government. Like, Baba Yaga was a training tool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But she's so much more than that. She's an elemental goddess. She controls time. She controls night and day. Those writers are at her beck and call. She and Vasilisa have an entire conversation about it. But that's like the least interesting part of the story. So, you know, it was unnecessary. But uh, I'm curious to know, like, what do you guys think about Baba Yaga? Um, did you have any preconceived notions about her? Do you have different thoughts about her now that you've listened to the different stories about her? Do you think that she was simply a folklore witch? Or was she an elemental goddess 
whose name has been lost to the sands of time. I don't know, let us know on Twitter at Classiest Witches. And if you don't already, definitely like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're listening on a podcast platform, um, like and subscribe there too. We definitely appreciate it. Hello, Melissa, and have a good night. Thanks for coming to Sit a Spell, everybody. Hello, this is Anthony from the We Have Issues podcast, a weekly show in which two lifelong friends overcome the various obstacles that life throws at them in order to make comic books together. We talk about monsters, we pitch movies, and we hold each other accountable as we try our best to make comics that people might actually want to read. Join us every Wednesday at youtube.com slash wehaveissuespodcast or find us on Spotify and everywhere else podcasts can be found. That's Serena over there. And that's Naomi, and we are the hosts of Weird Mythic Podcast. Yes, we are. Our show, Weird Mythic, covers stories about cryptids, which is what brought us together to create the show. But we also like to talk about anything paranormal and strange that happens in the world. We post episodes every Sunday on different topics, and we would love to have more listeners. We're on all podcast platforms, and you can find us on all social media sites as well. Give us a listen, send us some personal stories to share on the show, and we will love you forever. Yes, we will. We would love some personal stories, some cryptid encounters, and we hope that you listen and tune into the show. You can listen to Weird Mythic Podcasts wherever you get your podcast fix. A Nefarious Nightmare is a true crime podcast focusing on lesser-known crimes and crimes against those deemed extra vulnerable. Every now and then, we cover more well-known crimes due to the fact that it is relevant or even interesting regarding the cases we cover. And the B is a symbol for all victims as we recognize their strength, resilience, and vulnerability. So, join us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just about any podcast platform. Remember, when you mess with the bees... You get the hive.